Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it allows me to record without having to spend thousands of dollars on equipment that I would probably have difficulty using anyways. So Anchor makes it all possible with a simple app. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me, Lou Mavs, and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also... Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Suck up! If anyone thinks they're going to beat me inside that mall and keep me from getting my kids' Christmas presents, they can kiss my fat vagina, because I'm bringing the motherfucking pain! Hey, what's going on, everyone? Lou Mavs here, Music is Life podcast, back for good. <laughs> Available exclusively on the Rat Salad Review Network. You could also subscribe to me on various platforms where you can find your favorite podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others that I can't remember, but uh, whatever. Anyways hope everyone had a Merry Christmas or a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Winter Solstice, or if you're an atheist, hope you had a good day. (laughs) Don't care either way. Uh, Just hope everyone is doing well and you got to spend time with loved ones as, as much as you could or at least Zoom call with them because God knows... If you're Cuomo is, um, you know, mandating a bunch of law, not, not laws, but regulations, there's a difference, but hope everybody's safe. So the million dollar question is where the hell has Lou Mavs been? Well, 
As everyone knows from the previous episode, I was hospitalized on my 40th birthday with gallstones. So I needed emergency surgery. I needed my gallbladder removed. I needed the gallstones removed. Happy to say that it happened. And I'm feeling a lot better from that. But was still working from home. Still raising my daughter. And, you know, I'm happy to say that after beating type 2 diabetes, you know, I'm, I'm better now than I've been in a very long time. You know, 40 pounds less. And, you know, I was ready to get on with life. And then on November 21st, I was diagnosed positive with COVID-19. Yes, I got the coronavirus. Never thought I was immune to it. Never believed for a second that it was a hoax. I'm not one of these boneheads that are out protesting and, you know, wearing, not wearing a mask or whatever. It just happened. And I'm not in the, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a person who wants to dox anybody and say it's this person's fault that I caught it. Whatever. I caught it. A bunch of us caught it. Six of us caught it. And a couple of us ended up passing it on to family members. And I didn't know I had it until the day I found out that other people that I was with had it. And when I found out I had it, I just went home and quarantined. You know, I stayed in my bedroom. Unfortunately, I got my wife and my daughter and my sister-in-law and her daughter, my goddaughter, sick with the virus. And I'm having a really hard time forgiving myself for letting that happen. They may have forgiven me, but I'm really having a hard time trying to forgive myself. Because had I known I had it, I would not have gone home. I would have just probably just stayed in my car and, you know, just stay in my car. <laughs> That's probably all I would have done for two weeks. You know, I I, I don't think I would have uh, done anything else. I, I, I don't know. It sounds ridiculous. But the idea that the fact that I got four of my beloved family members sick... Um, you know, having a hard time accepting it. I'm not not accepting it. I've accepted it, but I'm I'm having a hard time dealing with it. You know, it's this isn't it's it's not what I wanted. You know, my sister in law Melissa Kutch, the great author that she is. You know, please uh, buy her books on Amazon. The Hypothesis of Giants book series. Um, she's immunocompromised. And on Thanksgiving night, she was hospitalized with respiratory issues. And thankfully, she came home that same night. You know, at three in the morning. But still, uh, she was taken care of. And I'm glad about that. But a week later, my wife was dealing with some fierce issues. She went to urgent care to get x-rayed and they found out they, without giving her an x-ray, they told her that she had a pulmonary embolism. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, that's a blood clot in the lungs. 
And uh, I would just like to preface this by saying, fuck urgent care. You assholes got your medical degrees from WebMD.com. Fuck you all. But still, they told her, check yourself into the emergency room. And she did. And thankfully, it wasn't a pulmonary embolism, but it was COVID-induced pneumonia. Now, my wife's asthmatic. So she's always had issues with the lungs and she's a singer and a music teacher you know they um, it, it's it, it was uh, it was rough for her to deal with you know I mean she's prone to bronchitis she's prone to she has asthma as I said so you know having pneumonia and then having the COVID you know she was high risk and I knew she was high risk I just didn't realize how much this would have affected her. And, you know, then we switched places. You know, I took care of her and Anna. And Anna, she had a fever the day before Thanksgiving. So I just gave her Tylenol. Uh, my symptoms started wearing down where, real quickly. Um, I think the fact that I reversed the diabetes and I'm not even in the realm of pre-diabetic. And I have to thank Matt Michelo of Kokomoka Media and AlphaFlex Personal Training. Uh, he saved me. He saved my life. You know? And he saved Aaron's life. Because Aaron lost 20. She lost 20 pounds. I lost 40. Um, you know, if he didn't help us to lose weight and put us on a nutrition plan, I don't know if either of us would be here today. But we're here and that's all that counts. So my symptoms were not that bad. Um, all I had was uh, upper chest congestion and a fever. I had nothing else. Now, I'm reading some people that have said that they've had it and family members have had it. And these are people who are in the public eye saying, oh, it's no more than just a flu. Now, granted, my symptoms with the flu have been much worse than my exposure to COVID-19. But at the same token, everyone gets affected differently by everything. You know, I'm not trying to sound preachy over here, but I'm just trying to speak on the facts as I've experienced them. Everyone deals with illnesses out there differently. You know, I was fortunate that my symptoms from COVID-19 were not as bad as most people. But I'm also empathetic to the idea that a lot of people are suffering. Once they get it, many have died Thankfully, the survival rate is, I think, 98 or maybe 99.5%, something along those lines. So I take that into account, and I also take into account the fact that I got lucky. Or, well, I don't really believe in luck, but I'm a believer in God, so I'll say that I, I was blessed with the fact that I, you know 
was able to beat it. But a lot of people aren't. And you have to be empathetic to that. You really do. Not Because I, I know people who had family members relatively much older than, than me who have had underlying conditions, who were high risk, who did pass away from the COVID. I even know of some people who are much younger than me who passed away from the COVID. It affects everybody differently. So just because it affects you one way, it's not the norm. This is not normal. This is something that has no rhyme, no reason, and definitely no prejudice. And I really think that people need to be empathetic to it. But I'm happy to say that I tested negative on December 3rd. Anna, my daughter, tested negative on December 4th. Erin, my wife, tested negative on... Sorry, negative. Negative on December 14th. And... The Tuesday before Christmas, she was cleared of pneumonia. Now the poor, the poor girl has a sinus infection. It's like she can't fucking win. <laughs> but it is what it is, and we're all okay. Still a little fatigue, but nothing earth-shattering, and we're okay. We beat it. As well as Melissa and Lily, they, they beat it. Um, and I don't take it for granted. Um, I really do not want to place blame on anybody as to why I caught it. Well, first of all, I hold myself accountable for my actions. I went somewhere that I shouldn't have gone. And no, it wasn't a bathhouse or a whorehouse. <laughs> or a stripper, uh, a, 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 strip joint. Nothing like that. Well, they're all closed anyways. Couldn't go to one even if I wanted. But that's not the point. The point is I take accountability for the fact that I went somewhere that I should have said no to and I caught it. And it was an eye-opening experience for me having experienced what I did and it put a lot of things into perspective for me. One of the decisions that I made was I made the decision to quit Hard Drive, the cover band that I've been a member of. Well, we were first known as Shockwave, and I was a member of that band since March of 2017, and I officially gave them my walking papers. I said, uh, look, I'm not going on stage until I get vaccinated and until this, um, this, uh, this pandemic dies down. You know, there, there's no places to play anyways. And for all the bands that are out there playing while this pandemic is going on, I, I, I wish you well, but you better face the facts of the risks. You know, like, no amount of money is worth it to me to put myself out like that to possibly get sick. None. You know, I, and and I turned down a 
high paying gig in February uh, a wedding actually because to me the health and safety of my family is worth more than the payday um, I don't bear any grudges or any ill will but let's just say that there are certain people that I was associated with that I'm no longer associated with anymore I won't say who, but it, it just, it is what it is, you know, it's like, it's like the song from Bring Me the Horizon, set, uh, Horizon Says, uh, you know, the come down, you know, I've made my bed, now I'll lie in it, I've dug my grave, now I'll die in it. When I make a decision, regardless of how drastic it is, I make sure I have no regrets, and I have none. And for anyone that has a hard time dealing with it, specifically the person that I'm speaking about, who I will not name, if you have a hard time with the fact that I have no regrets about the decision I made, I don't give a fuck. And I'm quoting you when I say that. Because to me, I define myself not by how well I play a guitar, but how I take care of my family. And I'm pretty damn good at playing a guitar, and I'm, I like to think I do a better job of taking care of my family. And they've forgiven me, and they bear no ill will to me for what happened. It could have happened with any, uh, by anybody. It could have. And, you know, it's just, for me, the hard thing is just knowing that I was my family's patient zero. But like I said, they forgive me for it. And I'm trying to forgive myself. But thankfully, we all had a wonderful Christmas. Um, Anna got everything she wanted. Aaron got everything she wanted. And more. And we were all together. And if anyone says, well, you were in social distancing on Christmas. Hey, everyone that I was with, we all had the COVID at one point or another. And we have the antibodies. So we're okay. If you have a hard time dealing with it, I don't care. (laughs) But we're all good. And, you know... Biden supposedly going to be president next year. Okay, great. Moving on. I've learned with politics that... Actually, I've learned with everything. It's really stupid to put anybody in a place of idolatry. Whether it's a politician, a musician, a celebrity, a sports figure. And I really think it's stupid that a lot of people do that. Why? Speak for yourself. My Instagram uh, handle, I say no hashtags because I don't believe in fronting any cause. And if anyone's going to give me a hard time for that, eat me. That's all I can say. Because I think people who hashtag, they don't live by what they say. And I live 
by my deeds. I don't talk about them. I just do them. I forgot what I was getting at with this, but... <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I was talking about the whole idolizing um, people in the media. Stop wasting your time. I mean, yeah, I'm somebody with a podcast and I'm trying to put out more material. You know, I set up my YouTube channel. I'm putting music out right now. I've got material that I'm writing with uh, Bob and Matt, my round table for the show. What's up, guys? Love yous. I also got material that I'm writing with my wife. I got material that I'm writing with my buddy, Jay Crawford, who I spoke about in my early days of, of the podcast. You know, like I'm putting material out. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with material to put out there. But I don't want to be idolized. I don't even care if you like me or not. If you're great, if, if you do like me, great. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you don't like me, hey, that's fine. I'm still going to be here. But at the same token, I don't want to be idolized. You know, if if I can monetize what I do in any way, and if that shows that you guys like it, that's great. But I'm still going to be me. I don't want to give anybody any kind of preconceived notions that I want to become one of these woke celebrities. I don't want to do that. I don't care to do that. Because I can promise you one thing. I sincerely doubt that a lot of these fuckers out there actually live by what they put out to the media. I sincerely doubt it. Think about how many governors and how many mayors out there, and this is the last political thing I want to say about the show, but think about how many of them are mandating these regulations where it's like, you know, only three people at a house at a, at a time they're putting quarantine on. And think about how many of them have actually broken it. Think about the fact that the douchebag mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, actually went out and, um, you know, told people to come out you know, into the city, into Chinatown before the lockdown started. And then how he told everyone stay at home, essential people only. Who the fuck is he to determine who's essential? And then he goes to a gym. And you and people out there, you put schmucks like that in a period of in, into a position of idolatry. What's the matter with you? Think and speak for yourselves. Seriously. Your re- your New Year's resolution should be, I will not be sheeple. I will be my own person. That's what it should do. I've never come out and said who I was going to endorse. I've always said I'm voting with my wallet. And I stick to that. And if people have a hard time with it, I don't care. You don't pay my bills. I do. I'm the one that's putting myself out there. Well, in my case, working from home and also driving Uber Eats. So in that case, I'm, you know, and like I said, I only just started driving again today. I've been COVID negative for two plus weeks. So just people really need to think for themselves and stop buying what you're sold. I mean, really. It's it's sickening. This, this isn't... The way you live is not the way I'm going to raise my kid. And 
and and that's it. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think anybody's better than me. I think we're all, you know, equal POSs that are here to try to try and attempt to do the best for ourselves and our loved ones. But I even though I did an entire episode dedicated to Eddie Van Halen and how much I love his music and what his music meant to me and what his guitar playing meant as an influence for me, I I never once for a second said that, you know, I worship the ground that he walks on. I just said his music meant a lot to me. You know, and I only put him in a position of not praise, but I acknowledge what he did was because he's the first guitar player I remember that had that much of an impact on me that said that made me say I want to play guitar so you know but never once did I ever promote idolatry you know I think people really need to reevaluate how they go about their lives and how they put people in you know in just think for yourselves is all I'm saying that's all. Stop trying to live your lives vicariously through others. Okay? A win for a a sports figure or a win for your favorite political figure or a Grammy nod for your favorite musician or an Oscar nomination or a Tony nomination or an Emmy nomination for your favorite actor. In the long run, it doesn't mean jack shit. Think for yourselves. And no, I'm not going to go the tool route and say question authority. So no, not going to do that. But seriously, sports is meant to be enjoyed. Music is meant to be enjoyed. I don't give a shit about sports. I care about music. Movies are meant to be enjoyed. TV shows are meant to be enjoyed. And that's it. If it influences you to do something positive with the world, that's great. But don't put people who are no better than you, they just got a lucky break. Don't put people on a high chair of idolization because they just got a lucky break. You might be somebody who could one day get a lucky break. You go out there and be the change in the world that you want to see. You go out there and do something positive. And that's all I really got to say about that. You know, I'm sorry if I'm coming off as obnoxious or preachy. I don't mean to be. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm preachy because I'm not telling people how to live their lives. I'm just telling people think for your goddamn selves. Because in the end, you're the one that's got to, you know, lay in bed at night and rest your head on your pillow. And you need to think for yourself hey, did I do good today? Did I do good for myself? Did I do good for my family? Did I possibly do good for my community, my friends? You know, and then you could be the most respected person in your group. Respected, not idolized. But I mean, again, do it because you want to do it. And don't look for validation. It's like, come on. You know, you don't need to be validated for the good things that you do. You just 
Just do it. That's really all I got to say about that. <sighs> Sorry, just since I've been quarantining and uh, taking care of the family, I've just been reading up on a bunch of uh, news sites and things like that because there's really nothing going on in the music world. There really isn't. Um, at least not nothing that I can mention. I mean, I know that a couple of bands I like are, you know, recording their albums uh remotely such as scorpions and i think even maybe uh yeah journey's doing that too and maybe dream theater and and maybe dream theater i don't don't even remember but you know there's there's really nothing going on oh there is one thing going on kiss apparently after their millions of tweets that gene and paul have sent out telling people wear a mask, stay at home, socially distance. They're playing a New Year's Eve concert in Dubai for millions of dollars and charging fans an arm and a leg and their asshole to see it on the internet. Think about the millions of dollars that they're spending on pyro. You could feed an entire island with that. Ugh. I love Kiss's music. Their music meant so much to me. But Paul and Gene, come on! Get over yourselves. You're two guys in your 70s wearing makeup and platform boots. Ugh. Anyway. But. Yes. Um. I'm 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 proud to say that I beat COVID. I'm proud to say that we beat, uh, you know, that Aaron and, and and Anna and Melissa and Lily beat it, and my in-laws beat it earlier this year. And I'm hoping that everybody's staying safe. Just be alert. Wear a mask. Save yourself. Save others. You know, just just be smart. And hopefully this stinking virus will die out. But I'm really happy to say that on on a good note, I've been doing a lot of songs remotely with Wayne Noon of Ratsaw Review and George Dimitri of Timeless Haunt. Uh, we got a bunch of material that we're looking forward to putting out on the Ratsaw Review YouTube site. Um... I'm even getting into the habit of recording some stuff. I'm actually working on uh, my own version of a popular theme song. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Mandalorian show on Disney+. Plus. I love Star Wars. I feel like the Mandalorian is the best thing to have come out from Star Wars since uh, Attack of the... Not Attack of the Clones, sorry. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. and that, and the, And that was the last good thing to come out since Return of the Jedi. So, again, this is just my opinion. I realize there are a lot of Star Wars fans who feel differently from me, and that's fine. And, you know, all opinions are valid when it comes to it. You know, it's uh, Star Wars is a very popular entity that people, you know, they either love or hate. I don't know anybody who hates it. But I really love The Mandalorian. I love the fact that Dave Filoni and John Favreau have done such a great job with it. You know, thank you guys for 
reintroducing Star Wars fans back into the fandom and bringing all of us together. That's a that's a great job. And right now I'm working on my own version of the Mandalorian theme, which I'm looking forward to putting out for everybody. And I got my YouTube channel up, Music is Live podcast on YouTube. So right now I actually have the video footage of the 40th birthday that I had for me where we had the uh, the Hot Wings uh, competition. What is it even really a competition? It was just, you know, a couple of schmucks eating Hot Wings, answering music-related questions, and they were getting hotter the more the questions went on. Pretty funny. It was great to be with Alan and AJ and, and Mike and Cindy and, and Matt. And, you know, my friend Dee was in the video for a little bit. You know, she's cute as a button. Uh, Dee, this is the way. <laughs> Just had to give you a little shout out there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So I'm looking forward to putting more content up and more content out, more episodes of the podcast. I plan on getting together with uh, <clears throat> the roundtable, uh, Bob and Matt, and talking more music-related stuff. So, and as always, thanks to Wayne Noon and Ratsai Review Network for putting us out there and also a uh, big shout out to Ralph Vieira over at Vieira Vaults and the Almost Human YouTube page uh, big shout out to the Decibel Geek podcast uh, Aaron and uh, Chris and when well, that's really all I gotta say well you know shout out to Greg and uh, Nate over at Radsaw Review and that's about it and like I said, I hope everyone had a very happy holiday. Merry Christmas. And, you know, hopefully your families are all good and and everyone's good. Let's just make 2021 a better year. And I wish everybody continued health and continued success. And um, if you want to reach out, hit me up at musicislifepodcast.gmail.com. If you need a friend to uh, vent to if the holidays are rough for you or if you want to tell me how much my podcast sucks (laughs) or how much you like it you know I appreciate that please once again subscribe like review to both Music is Life and Ratsaw Review and comment like and subscribe okay so take care everyone talk to you later peace looking for some new podcasts to listen to Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from, like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs, the right opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.